You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 64. And if you were, like me, as a student and thought that writing a short story was actually about the storyline, then stay tuned as I'm going to explain why that is actually one of the last things that students need to be thinking about. And I'll share with you four shortcuts that you can use to help your teen write a stunning short story, creative writing piece or narrative. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hi, VIPs. I hope you are doing great and you are ready for a super tangible, super specific and actionable episode here today because that's exactly what I've got for you. So get a pen and paper, turn off any distractions or if you're driving, come back to this again later and spend 15 minutes getting these four shortcuts down. And of course, also feel free to pass this episode on to your teen and have them take notes for themselves. Because I'm sharing all of this with you, not as an English specialist, because I'm not, (laughs) but as an examiner. And I have four shortcuts that will have your teen writing stunning short stories from now on that you can help or guide or assist them with as the parent, because 99.5% of you, like me, are also not English teachers. So I hope that this will help make it much more relatable and actionable for you, because I'm not going to be trying to teach you any actual English skills. That is your team's job to know and learn those. But as someone who has marked for the Australian NAPLAN writing test, which students sit up to year nine, and for the QCS writing test for year 12s, I have developed some strategies and steps that mean more marks according to what examiners and therefore English teachers are looking for and making these happen much faster than the usual story writing process takes for most students. So first of all, let's get clear on the type of task or assessment that we're talking about here. Now, by a short story, that includes any kind of narrative or imaginative or creative writing. And it includes when students have to come up with either any story of their choice or they have to write in response to a stimulus or they have to write some form of recreation of an existing novel or play or film. For example, telling it from a different character's perspective or writing an alternative ending. So there are lots of different ways that you'll see this set as a task or assessment. And I know that for some students, this can actually be a part of their final formal examination by exam boards. For example, I know this happens in the HSC, English Imaginative Writing Piece for Module C. And here's what I know lots of students are doing. They are spending loads of time trying to come up with an original or unique or super interesting storyline. They feel like to get a good mark or to stand out, they've got to make it the next Game of Thrones or the next Star Wars or come up with something as creative as 
life of pi. <laughs> and side note, I am using those examples, but I should say that these are all stories or films or programs that I know of, but I've got to admit, apart from actually watching the original Star Wars trilogy, just because that's what we all did as a kid back then, I have never actually watched any of the others. I know, I know, I'm probably missing out. And I'm not totally boring. I do enjoy movies. I loved the new Top Gun movie, but that's actually a pretty good marker of the level of my movie sophistication. <laughs> and things like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, basically anything along those lines with gladiators or goblins, I'm not even sure exactly what's in them. I'm afraid I'm out. No, I'm in the minority here, but it's just not my cup of tea. So anyway... Here's what else I see so many students doing. They're trying to come up with those amazing storylines and they're spending a lot of time and effort on the specifics within them. Switching and changing settings or characters or character names or what type of person they are. Like, does the person get talking to the homeless person in the park or to the lonely lady walking her dog by the river? Or... Is the main character actually called Jake or Jack? And is he 24 with brown hair or 25 with blonde hair? Or oh, here's the other thing I see and read so often. They get the storyline and the characters sorted, but then what happens is they start writing, they get going, and they realize that they're either almost out of time or almost up to the word count, and they're not even at the main part of the story yet. So if they're in an exam, they then have to rush the whole second half of the plot, which is likely the most important part, into like six sentences. And if they're not in an exam, they spend loads of time and loads more effort on cutting or rewriting and editing so that they can fit everything in. And none of this even guarantees them a great grade. And here's why. Yep, you probably guessed it. We have to look at the marking criteria. And nowhere does it say the character has a great name or the storyline is super unique and totally interesting. Now, characterization techniques can count towards marks and a detailed description of a setting and how that maybe relates to or is symbolic in some way of a bigger part of the story or the theme can count towards marks. But those actual features themselves do not. And the theme or the message of the story is important, but the actual events, those specific parts of the storyline themselves aren't. Now stick with me here because I'm going to explain exactly what I mean, because this is the first way that you can help your team. That's to find the mark scheme or get the success criteria and dissect it. Figure out what the marker is actually specifically going to be looking for in their writing. What do they need to incorporate and show? If they don't have any criteria to work from for their specific task, then go and download the NAPLAN Writing Test Marking Guide for Narrative Writing. It's online and free for anyone to find and download. I will link it up in the show notes for you as well. And you can find those either on your podcast streaming app or at the website www.rocksolidstudy.com and then forward slash, and you can do this for any episode of the podcast, forward slash the number of the episode. Now, in that NAPLAN narrative marking guide, there are 10 criteria. And the great thing about it only going up to year nine is that it is all laid out really clearly and simply. The language is not convoluted or ambiguous, or at least less so than other mark schemes that I've seen for year 12 writing tests 
tests and assessments. And if your teen is in a higher year group than year nine, then they are likely going to be resistant to using a NAPLAN marking criteria. They're going to think that it's not relevant because they need to be operating at a higher level. So here's what I want to tell you. Seeing and using marking against criteria and mark schemes right from year nine up to those senior years, those 10 criteria that appear there are always the same. Of course, the level of skill or the quality increases from year nine or 10 to 12 or 13, but the actual things that they are looking for, like the literary devices and language techniques and other things that I'm going to go through on this episode, are the same. So let's get into those into some more detail. So the second shortcut to help your teen write a stunning short story is by getting them to use tons of different language devices, literary skills, writing techniques, both in terms of the form or that's the structure of their writing and with their language. So we're talking emotive vocabulary, personification, symbolism, similes, onomatopoeia, repetition. And for the higher year groups, they also ideally need to include at least one or two of the more advanced techniques like anaphora, extended metaphors, foreshadowing as well. Now remember, you don't need to know any of this stuff yourself, but your teen does and you can just give them the nudge to make sure they are using them. This is all of that show not tell stuff that your teen likely gets told about all the time by their teachers, but probably isn't using enough of in their own writing. Now I'd say they need to be using at least 10 different techniques and I hope that it goes without saying that they need to be using them effectively and appropriately. So they're not just shoehorned in, but they're used selectively and accurately. So what they need to know and continuously keep in mind is that the story is basically the vehicle for your teen to showcase their storytelling skills. It's the way they're going to use all of the devices and techniques that they have been learning. The story is just the method to get all of these across to the examiner or their teacher or whoever is marking it. Okay, so the third shortcut that you can use to help your teen write a stunning short story is by making sure they have a theme or message in the story. Now, this is one of those elements that isn't really required in the lower year group. So in year seven or year eight, they really just want students to be able to tell a story that has a setting, rising tension, a climax and resolution, and be able to use and integrate some of their creative language techniques. But in year nine, and certainly above, especially in the senior years, they need to have more than just a series of events in order to get a top mark. They also need their story to have a theme or a message, something that it makes the reader think or feel by the end of their story. Now, they're not quite writing like an actual fable here, but a general theme like good overcoming evil or revenge is never the answer or 
Honesty is the best policy or being you is more important than fitting in. Those are the sorts of things we're talking about here. Because when you think about it, that's exactly what they have to identify and analyze when they're studying other people's stories. Whether it's a theme of power or revenge or social hierarchy or gender roles in a Shakespeare play or the latest novel that they're reading or a movie that they're studying. And of course, they're only going to be taking one small example example of that theme in their story, given that they are not creating a 200-page novel. So it needs to be one simple scenario. And that leads us nicely to the fourth shortcut to your teen writing a stunning short story. And that is to keep it simple. More specifically, this means going narrow and deep with their story, i.e., Narrow in terms of time frame, a number of events, a number of characters, the smaller the better. And then go deep with the descriptions of them. Go into detail on the emotions. Keeping it simple and going narrow and deep is what will enable them to use tons of language devices and writing techniques and clearly show a theme or a message and do it by showing, not just telling. And I'll give you a real example here. So about four years ago, I was doing a marking contract for a school to mark their cohorts, year 12 QCS writing test practice papers. And the students had to write in response to a stimulus, which was all about gold. So gold as a metal or the sun as the golden orb in space or gold as something precious or valuable. There were lots of options provided as to where they could go with it. And the one student paper out of over a hundred that absolutely stood out to me and did get an excellent mark was a short story about a basketball player taking the winning shot in the Olympic final. The whole timeline of the story was about five seconds, not five hours, not five days, not even five minutes, five seconds. And instead of spending their time in the exam and the word count on their paper telling us about lots of events that happened in the story, they spent them describing in detail the feelings and emotions involved, the intricate details like how the ball felt physically as the player caught it and then how they felt mentally as they realized that with only a few seconds left on the clock, it was up to them to take the shot that would determine whether their team won or lost the game. And they described how the crowd roared as the arena was filled with cheers and shouts as the ball swooshed through the ring and the net. Spoiler alert, I gave away the ending. (laughs) And yes, they had a message in there. And yes, they were using tons of writing techniques, literary devices. The theme was that hard work and determination pay off because they also included a flashback to when this player was a kid and was spending hours and hours training and practicing and dreaming of this day with the goal to play for his country and win gold. And that wasn't the only story to get a really high mark, but it was the most impactful. And I have to say, also probably 
the simplest, certainly the simplest one that also got an extremely high mark because there was no convoluted storyline, no multiple characters to have to describe or account for. All of the drama was in the things that were going to get them marks in the descriptive language, in the vocabulary choices, in the detailed and sophisticated use of language structures and techniques. Going narrow and deep allowed them to do that. And so here's what I want to make really clear. The story... The events and characters of the story is not the main point of the story. The story is the vehicle that allows your teen to show their teacher or the examiner their skills in storytelling, how well they can use the literary techniques and devices to convey a message to the reader through a story. So to recap, the four shortcuts that you can use to help your teen write a stunning short story are number one, to get hold of and get really clear on what is in the marking criteria, to know what the marker is actually going to be looking for and what is going to get them marks. And then two, they need to have a message or a theme in their story. Three, is using tons of writing features and language devices and to do it skillfully. And four, go narrow and deep. Keep the actual story short and simple. Less is more. Or more specifically, less gives more opportunity for more detail and more techniques to be used. In fact, I have a bonus tip here for you that I use as a great way to help them do this because students really do struggle to cut down their story. They can still plan out the story that they want to tell. And then what I do is I ask them, if you could only tell one part of this story, like one scene, which would it be? Which is the most critical part in conveying the theme or the message? Which is the juiciest part or the most important part? And then have them just write that part. Now, they might need to add like a little bit of context where needed, but that's a really good way to get the story fitting into a smaller time frame. So there you have it. Four shortcuts to help your teen write a stunning short story in years 9 to 12 or 10 to 13. Make sure to go over to the show notes for the transcript. If you want to print this out, you could then have it as a resource to refer to. And that's where you can also get the exam board mark scheme links. So either on your podcast app or you can go to the show notes at the website www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash episode 64. So here's to your teen's next story assessment ending in a happily ever after and not taking forever to write it. Have a brilliant day and I will see you back here next week. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.